This is Unscripted Nonsense. Come for the laughs, stay for the nonsense. You can find this podcast on Spotify and RSS feed. We are also on social media via Unscripted Nonsense on Instagram and at U-N-S-C-R-P-D-N-O-N-S-N-S-E on Twitter. So his his three points were one. So he's fifty percent from the three point line, but he only shot two. Yeah, and he made one. Right. Uh, but he had ten rebounds, fourteen assists. Yeah. He had one steal, but he was eight from twelve uh, from the field goal. So he he still he had an impact. It just wasn't as big of an impact as he normally has. Um, his last game against the Lakers, they had, he had a forty five minutes. He shot three for six, so he's about a fifty percent free throw shooter, just about for the last. <laughs> So maybe a little bit less because it looks like uh, the second to last game. So game, game three against the Lakers, it was two for five from the three-point line. Those two that he hit, though, I'm pretty sure were just daggers. They just they really killed him. that whole momentum. He's a hell of a ball player. He really is. Considering, I mean, he's what he's nearly seven feet tall. He's got oddly small hands. <laughs> 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 for <Albie. laughs> Wait a minute! I feel like I feel like you and the three the of us have been, we we've been that. down this. Yeah, this, yeah. The, before. the last time we said that, we got brought into HR because uh, <laughs> somebody was enormous and they had a small head. Yeah, <clears throat> which in my opinion is bullshit because that guy really did have a small head. Right? Yeah, he had a small head. He looked like famous. I feel like I feel like yeah. I mean, like I feel like it was less of a mean thing. And more of a, like, stated and obvious, like, he just walked over and was, like, talking. And I was, like, I couldn't help but to notice, like, it looked like he's wearing a fat suit. I was, like, which I feel is slightly a compliment in my mind. Because his head did not match his body. <laughs> I'm missing where the compliment comes into that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain. So. Let me explain that. Excuse me. Um. <laughs> so if it looks like you're wearing a fat suit, that means that you could possibly still be skinny. You're just like out here trying to play people. Okay. You know, like so technically, I'm calling him skinny. Like if you really deep deep, deep dive, stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, deep stretch. Yeah, initially, it just sounds like fat suit. But, but if you go deep into Kevin's mind, yeah, then you would say, oh, you know what? Maybe he would just he really really loves. To tell people that they might be in a fat suit, yeah. and then that's a good thing. I think you should yeah. actually pay him a compliment by saying, if you were skinny, you'd look better with your head. Oh, yeah. No, it would definitely match. Your head for would be sure. You'd match. That's it's what we like compliment. to call a backhanded compliment. <laughs> it is yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, Johnson's just have huge heads. So we kind of have to. Thank you. We have to model our body. Yeah, you have to fit, fit your body, your head yeah. to your body. Yeah, Otherwise, if we were too skinny, we would just look like you're not overweight. You're under half size. Yeah, you would. You would have people probably saying we're hurt. You're like, oh man, this guy like over here wearing fat pants. Is that freaking you? Is that a thing? Fat pants? I don't know. I mean, ask the Hollywood people. I'm sure it is. Yeah, they've probably turned people around for, to turn people away for it. Your face is too bad. Yeah, your face is too bad. We can't put you in movies. You're an incredible actor, but your head is huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> what do you guys think of Pat Riley? I like Pat Riley. I think he looks like he probably sold drugs. That is not well, he looks, he, 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 I, would, I would go a step further, and I would say he looks like he may have buried somebody in New Jersey. He's a little mob boss. Yeah, it's the slick back hair. Yeah. And it's the fact that nothing ever seems to get to him. Like, he's just always got the same look on his face like a sociopath. And yet, 19 times he's appeared in the finals. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean whether he's a coach or a player or an executive... Make, well, I mean, when you're telling people to make it to the finals or you're going to kill them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is quite the motivator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Heat have to make it to the finals. You to. are going to make it to the finals. Yeah, this is I about mean, my family. Yeah, when he takes you to the burial site um, where he's laid his victims and he says, this empty plot is for you if you don't make it. Like, I mean, I feel like that's got to be. Yeah, that's the one. That'll get you. Yeah. Pat really has some as a, as a as a player too, though. 
Yeah, he started in 67. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in the so game a lot. Yeah, long he's played time. That's 50, long time. 56 years. And then he's been a partial owner. He started off with, didn't he start with like the Knicks or something? He's a guard for Kentucky first, and then he... Who did he play for first? Houston Rockets? Yeah, he was a nineteen seventy two. He was a guard. He played a guard for nine seasons for Houston for the Rockets. Before he went to L.A. He had some good role players on that team. Then you have the Jazz. You have the Dream. <clears throat> all right, moving on from there. So Doc Rivers and all those other coaches that got fired: Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers. Ninety percent of them found new jobs. So they did. Monty Williams got fired from the Suns, then ended up landing with the Pistons. Yeah, and I think that's actually a good fit with the Pistons with Cade Cunningham there, and you have some really good. I think what is it, Jaden Ivey? That's on the Detroit Pistons. Um, you have some, you have some real good talent. Um, yeah, and then Nick Nurse went to where the Seventy Sixers. So he's no longer with, so he started off with Toronto, um, had multiple winning seasons, won a championship there with Kawhi Leonard, then got moved on from. 76ers moved on from him. No, no. Oh, before that. Yeah, Toronto moved on from him, and then he he landed with the 76ers after the 76ers fired Doc Rivers for being one of the worst coaches uh, in Game 7 in NBA. I feel like that's unfair. I feel like what's not being talked about is how many times this guy's been to a game seven. And like how many teams he's taken from like not really having um, a solid game plan to like really almost getting there. I mean, he has won championships before with a big three, obviously. He's still a really good head coach. Um, maybe just not for really young talent, maybe for older, more experienced vets. So Doc Rivers is a great coach. Um, you can't say he's not because he makes it to the playoffs almost every year that he plays. He's just not good at finishing. And in this day and era, uh, this day and age, people are all about results. And so if you're not getting results, then you're not. Very true. Which in I think the last four years he's gotten a handful, or in the last four or five years, right? So he's been to I think he's been to the playoffs almost every year, and he almost always loses in a game seven. Plus the game seven to the Toronto. Was that, was that Doc Rivers? Who was, yeah, that yeah. was him. No, it was year. Doc Rivers. And Clyde yeah. Leonard hit that shot. That but I mean, like, what are you going to do about that shot? Embiid guarded that <laughs> shot perfectly. And it bounced on the rim four times. <clears throat> but One, two, three, four. We and lose then the game over. <clears throat> and you put yourself in that position to lose. So that's one of those things where... <laughs> Come here, Uncle. <laughs> but anyways, they, so Doc Rivers puts himself in a position by coaching that team to get out uh, with a three-point. They were only up by two. Um, as a coach, you kind of have to take that on. It's like, that's my responsibility. We were only up by two. Mm-hmm. And then we lost by a three-pointer at the very last second. You want some up here? Yeah. You want a peanut butter sandwich? Yeah, but I want a sandwich. You better ask. I got you. I got you hooked up. So I got... <clears throat> So the Detroit Pistons starting lineup, James Wiseman, Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Bogdanovich, Killian Hayes, uh, Jalen Duran, uh, Isaiah Stewart, and Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, uh, I think underrated, maybe, but, you know, just kind of a great player. But these, uh, these big, the big three that start, Jaden Ivey, Kate Cunningham, and James Wiseman, James Wiseman, if he can get he can get the best out of James Wiseman, he's the number one pick for a reason. He's a really good player. Golden State just couldn't get it out of him, apparently. Okay, Steve Kerr didn't get it. <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily that. I think, ow, squeezing. Um, I think that James, because James Wiseman won a championship and everything like that. I think that because he had the immediate success, it kind of ruined him because he had so much around him. You have a Steph Curry, you have a Draymond Green, and you see how things run in a successful organization, and then you get traded to uh, Detroit, or wherever you get traded to. <coughs> to 
but now you're starting with a whole crappy cast, like or a whole new cast. It's just a. I imagine that's probably hard to get. Back. I I imagine him sitting there a lot of the times, like this ain't how it's supposed to be. That's probably pretty accurate. But like I was with Scott Curry. What do you got an update as far as Jamie Foxx? I haven't heard anything, but they play that super close. To yeah, the last time I heard about Jamie Foxx, Stone Hospital still asking for prayers. Asking for what? For prayers. Uh, yeah. So he was still sick. Nobody even knows what it is. Yeah, I, I think he just has some kind of maybe a heart condition or something. I have no idea. That's what I heard. Well, I heard he was in rehab or something for a physical or part of well, and then you have, like, people's speculation, like, oh, it's the COVID vaccine that got him in there. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. <clears throat> Which is, I mean, obviously not from real reputable news sites. Um, some of you probably haven't heard of. But, I mean, I just hope he's okay. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Fox, that's Ray, you know? Mm-hmm. You will forever be Ray to me. Yeah. So, uh, that's like one of my top all-time favorite movies. Or movies about musicians. Yeah, you played that role pretty perfectly. And Chadwick Boseman did a pretty good job of playing James Brown. Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, forever. <laughs> did you watch Wakanda, John? I did. Did you love it? Uh, did I love it? <laughs> Um, uh, John hates black people. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I don't. Uh, dislike is probably closer. No. Um, you know, it's, uh, I liked Black Panther a lot. Uh, thought it was really well done. Uh, but Wakanda was forced. You know, it really was a turf war. Um, is how that felt to me. It was like, oh, we're just going to pit blacks and Mexicans together and see what we can get out as far as, like, a Marvel movie would go, and then there's just metahumans everywhere, so there's, yeah. like, stronger. And... I, I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, all of the uh, uh, Marvel movies of the last five years, let's say, have been all forced. You know, it's like they're just really trying too hard to keep the, the franchise or the, the money rolling in, really. Um, but if you look at, like, anything that's with in the metaverse, with the metaverse, this, that, you know, it's like they don't have a lot of storyline or, or a lot of con, you know continuity in the storyline. So just a lot of placing actors, you know, placing character or actors who have played the characters, trying to draw people in from. Oh, I remember when, you know, you know that. It's you know they're not even sticking a lot of times with mainstream characters, you know, with or, or characters that, you know, people would really know and introducing a lot of different characters. But in Wakanda, uh, Wakanda specifically, um, I mean, it's just, I like the fantasy part of it. I like where, you, you know, it was, it was just seemed like they were just trying to make a, a you know, not to be, you know, not to put it in a women's category, but to make it, they wanted to make a strong female-based movie off of the Black Panther story. And it just, to me, it was just, it was entertaining. It wasn't an Academy Award winner by any stretch, but it was, it was, uh, it seemed a little forced. I definitely, I, I love the movie. I'll just put it that way. But, I will piggyback off of what you said because I think what ends up happening is it's not just now with Marvel is they've kind of opened the door for like DC Universe to try and like do essentially the same thing with um, the Justice League and then now you have <clears throat> the Justice Society that it comes up in the end of Shazam. Um, yeah. So it's like and then, the, and then I had to, like, <clears throat> I'm not a huge, like, comic book person like that, so I had to look up who the Justice Society even was. And it's essentially the same thing, the same people who fought in, in, in Black Adam. So right, Hawkman, right. Right, exactly. Lantern, they are in the, the Justice, Justice Society, yeah. Society or whatever like that. Um, well, you see Black Adam? <clears throat> you obviously saw Black Adam. If it wasn't yeah. for The Rock in that movie, it was... 
It was crap. so bad. It yeah. was. It was, and it's not even the. It's not. You can't say it's the acting. You can't say it was The Rock. You can't say it was naked. No, it's just it's the just movie. The movie. It's like it's almost like they're throwing it together. Uh, what's the name of the movie with uh, that where it's um, it's uh, all of the it's the women you know all the women are are what is it something queen or the uh, all of the all of the women are warriors. All the women. Um, are Oh yeah. Oh, like Wonder Woman? No, mm-hmm. not a, it's not a DC. You're talking about the one with Viola Davis. Yes, with Viola Davis. Uh, What's that called? Birds the, of Prey? Or no, no, it's uh, it's like Woman Warrior. Yeah, it's Woman Warrior. Or oh something like that. man, that should the was Woman wild. King. Cool, that that, the Woman what? Woman King. Yeah, King, that's right. That I mean, we're talking about the exact same story as you know. I mean, it's really very similar to like Wakanda kind yeah. of situation. It was uh, stripped down. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, it was so good. Shout out to Anthony, for sure. Yeah. Viola Davis really did the damn thing on that movie. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, and it got ripped. You know, it wasn't like it was... Uh, I don't know what people had a problem with. I don't either. But that movie, I thought, was well thought out, entertaining. You know, it, it flowed. It, you know, it could have easily been a... a and it was, just, it was just like badass movie. women whooping ass the yeah. whole movie. And it wasn't cheesy, it no. wasn't, you know, any of that. It's no crazy shit. They I guess you like, guys aren't impressed like with... Yeah, they weren't, like, clean up on aisle five. They were like, it was like, when they murdered somebody, it was just... Yeah. It was done. Yeah, they didn't even have to say nothing. They just be like, you didn't even have a chance. I guess you guys are not impressed with the fact that Disney continues to just remake and remake and remake with uh, the new can, Little Mermaid now. Again. <laughs> I mean, again, nobody's making new stuff. I mean, no, that's what I'm getting at. There. Yeah. No, they did make new one, um, and we'll, we'll probably end up watching it with the kids. But they did make the Elementals. Elementals. Mm, yes, the Elementals is a new movie by Disney. It's, uh, everything is either you're either earth, wind, fire, fire. or water, and it's basically it, it's kind of it seems like it's going to be a play on Romeo and Juliet. Um, fire and water just don't mix. But these two people end up finding each other and, and, uh, and you know, love well, each other. With a little bit of Avatar thrown in there. Avatar, the last airbender, not the blue people. Well, but, when Disney does an original, when they do something that's a good story, Earth, Wind, and Fire, when Disney does a good original. Do you think we have the copyright to that music? That's okay. You can edit. But anyway, I had to put it. When Disney does an original movie, they do uh, an amazing job. You know, they their story. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we actually say the names of like Disney movies? Yeah, kind of you can things? say the name of Disney movies because defamation can't be proved by opinion. Okay. But what we can't do is play music we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, again, you get a. I like it. Do you have any other sound effects? Yeah, so many sound effects. Uh, this is when Kevin said that. Uh, so when I said that Doc was a bad, bad uh, coach in Game 7 scenarios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 He'll find a new job. He'll take the next team to the, to the Eastern Conference or Western Conference finals. And then he'll leave and we'll stay with the Sixers. I'll tell you what. Well, not with the Suns. I don't know, man. Not with the Sixers. Oh, uh, well, Sixers. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you move to the Suns, but they they got somebody else, yeah. Who, who's, who's for the Suns now? Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse is going to the Suns. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's Frank Vogel. Vogel. Oh, Frank Vogel's Vogel. Vogel. Yeah, yeah. Vogel. Yeah. Vogel's Where did Nick not, Nurse go? I just Nick saw Nurse it. just went to the 76ers. Oh, yeah. And Doc Rivers went. I don't think he's been gone No, he did. Yet. He got picked up by somebody. Did he? Pretty sure. I'm I mean, you can't just have Nurse. Yeah, I know he hasn't been picked up yet. Because Frank Vogel went to the Suns. Uh-huh. And then Nick Nurse went to the 76ers. And yeah, Rivers was Monty went to I mean, Detroit. Didn't... Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I think there's another. This, the next opening is Toronto. It's Toronto needs a head coach. Toronto does need a head coach. They're the only ones that don't have, don't have a head coach. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to pick up Doc Rivers. Yeah. I don't know why he would. I don't because there's no stars there. I don't think he can. I think like, people are trying to pick the yeah. Toronto Raptors apart. Like I think Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Van Fleet. He's been associated with the Lakers. Or, yeah, he has been. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, I'm about that life too. Yeah. He's a young point guard. He's got good legs. And and he can splash the three. And he can shoot. Night. He's got some shooting, you know. I mean, he's small, and I think that's the only thing. But I think for the showtime and to like push the ball the way that they want to, they need to get they need to get better three three point production. It's, I mean, especially D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell just laying it in the playoffs. I mean, to see him go from what he was in Washington, or sorry, to see where he was at the Warriors, and to see him, like, hit the threes and hit the game, or have the games that he had, and then to go to Denver and just completely disappear was just the most disappointing part of my year. Yeah. Like, I was, I was hoping for the, I was hoping for the 30-point games um, that he was putting up. Okay. So, moving off the coaches, <clears throat> the next thing that I kind of wanted to cover to you a little bit, just get opinions on it. I don't know if you two, uh, John and Mike, I know Kevin's heard of it, but John Morant got his second second charge. Uh, got caught with a weapon for the second time uh, in NBA. First time he got suspended uh, for a couple of games and then came back. I think it was, what was it, like 10 games on his first suspension or something like that. And then he got caught after they lose to the Lakers. And Tennessee flashing another pistol. <laughs> so flashing what? Flashing a pistol. On oh. Instagram Live. Now, I think it's important to, important to note here that it is not illegal to <laughs> brandish a weapon in Tennessee. Yeah, but it he's doing an Instagram Live video of it. But no, and I think that where, where he, I think, messes up the is that this is not necessarily a law that he's breaking, but he's breaking NBA. Well, that's where it comes down to, is that it doesn't yeah. matter what the law is. It's your if employer. If your employer is not comfortable with what you represent, then you got to stop. Or they're not gonna, you're not going to be employed. Very yeah. Yes, and that's I, the whole point. You know, and of course, you know, one of the big parts of it is, is that uh, he's exhibiting uh, characteristics that make rich white guy's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and those are your employers. And we wouldn't want to do that. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, really, honestly, whether you, you know, it's it's something that is, yeah. pros, you know, publicized or not publicized. Well, if they're signing really, your checks, it's usually a pretty good idea. That, that it, to, yeah, you've got to conform, unfortunately, yeah. in certain ways. And, I mean, I, I could see where they're worried about him being alive in the next five years. You know, well, I mean, the, it, you know. I think what would be more, what I think is more detrimental is, like, <clears throat> you need to have some better friends around you. Like, there was no, you don't have a Mac Mittens on your team tell you, like, hey, we probably shouldn't be putting this on IG. Like, we probably shouldn't put this on a story. Like, nobody's I there think, checking him. Well, and he's just out there out here like, oh, man, it's John Moran. This is, isn't uh, that kind of the problem of our society nowadays? Is there's uh, more posting, less thinking? You know, yeah. It's like you just, everything is tape, film, whatever, and, you know, goes live, goes on Instagram, whatever the case may be, and I don't know what, you know, what the statistics would be. 50%, 75% of the time, uh, after the fact, you're kind of like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. That's not exactly... Well, what, yeah, you, can, you, you definitely know. can't and be when, a after the fact. And, no, and when you're in the limelight, when you're a known person, yeah. you know... A known it, commodity. A com- it's, well, exactly. That's how they you, look at you. When that's you're in the exactly, NBA, that's what you are. Right. You're that's not exactly a... Absolutely. Well, he's bringing in jersey He is a person. Sales. Yeah, he but he's bringing in ticket sales. And, and they're not mad about that, for sure. I'm, I'm certain, like, the Memphis Grizzlies will probably work this out with him and be like, hey, man, like, do we need to assign like, some sort of babysitter or something like that to go with you while you're out, like, on these streets? Was it you guys that... Wasn't it you guys that was telling me, talking about the... Uh, Hiring or um, uh, like in, in, in football where they were uh, drafting the uh, third seat, you know, the uh, third string running back or something. Was that one of your guys' stories? So I heard it. Anyway, I'm not sure where I heard it, but uh, one of the coaches made a comment about uh, if he had, you know, a choice, he's hiring a third string uh, running back, let's say. Because that third string runner back is hungry and wants to find his place on the team. And he's uh, going to 
um, he's going to present himself off the field in a manner in which uh, is more conducive to the success of the team. The team environment. You know, environment. So he's not going to go out on a Saturday night and tear it up. Or, you know, for that matter, he may go out and not let other players tear it up because he's hungry for a good result. And so it, it staves off some of that. And they're young guys, some of that uh, partying, some of that wild activity, some of that, you know, on that Saturday night and prepares them or makes them more prepared for Sunday uh, to play on Sunday. You know, yeah, kind of I mean, I think that's a little bit of a catch-22. I mean, because a lot of these guys, you got to understand, are coming from, like, like real broken homes. Sure. Or, like, I mean, like a, uh, I wouldn't say all of them, but a vast majority of them are coming from places where, like, you're giving these people money. Um, Absolutely. In, 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 in an absorbent money. amount. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, and, I mean, I don't want to sit here and even say that, like, myself making that much money. If I, like, signed a $200 million contract with somebody with, like, 70% of that guarantee, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to not go out, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I mean, nowadays might be a little bit different, but, like, if I was 18 and somebody handed me a $200 million check, oh, boy. Yeah, like, you lose your shit. Yeah, I'm going nuts. Um. I mean, I've never been that way. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy who's always been, someone hands me a $2 million check. You know, $1.9 is going in the bank, and the rest of it is, you know, being spent on, you know, stuff that I need, you know, that I, that I need, or, it's, or, or even stuff, you know, even if I got wild, wild would be, you know, I'm not buying a Lamborghini, I'm going to buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, and, and it's not a... It's 100% so... It's, annoyingly <laughs> I know it's not a popular opinion it's absolutely not, it's, it's just the way that I am you know? I know this is what you want I would really prefer if I could be that guy who had unlimited funds and just go out and blow it wherever I wanted to blow it uh, I just can't I'm just not excellent okay. yeah I mean I definitely see your point now as an older as an older gentleman, definitely. Um, at 30 years old, married. I would think about certain, like, fiscal responsibilities with that. But it's hard, like I said, at the age of 18, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're getting drafted 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Uh, you're still a young kid. Like, you've wanted all these things all your life. You've seen your parents struggle. Uh, you, they didn't, they had, like, a, maybe a, a 1998 Saturn, uh, Sure. Like little little sure. uh, manual, you know what I mean? And and you see basically the struggle your whole life, and then somebody hands you a giant check in order to change lives, not just for you, yeah. but like for the people around you too. So you can change your parents' lives if you're like, let me Absolutely. put you in a house and like pay you back. And that's bit. the kind of thing that I definitely would understand, you know, that you would do. You know, I mean, I, I could totally see that where you're, you know, you want to buy your mom a house, you know, you want to buy your dad, you know, the car he's always been dreaming about, whatever the case may be. It's not a, something that I uh, necessarily find to be a, you know, rise above everyone else kind of a uh, attribute in yeah. who I am. There have been plenty of times where I wish I could comfortably buy something, even, you know, have the money without even thinking twice about it, buy it, and not have buyer's remorse kind of thing. But it also, I think, comes from the way that I was raised or the way we were raised. We never wanted for, yeah. you know, even when we were poor and, and you know, collecting blue chip stamps and, and, you know, feeling lucky that we got, you know, a dollar so we could go to the store and buy, you know, something. We were never uh, really put in a position where we felt the struggle, struggle of, and so I would never be able to put myself in that position. Yeah, before we go too far, no. <clears throat> can you explain, yeah, can you explain to people what a blue chip stamp is? Oh, because for me, so, I'm thinking blue yeah, stamps. All right, so, no. No, so blue chip stamps were actually, they were, they were associated with, um, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, food stamps. Uh, it was uh, something where you would, how did it work exactly? You would can't cash Select in your... Them. You, you collect you you got stuff for them. Yeah, but it was, and you would put in your food stamps. I mean, you would use your food stamps, and they would give you these blue chips, and you would put them in a book, and you'd collect, and if you got a certain amount, you know, you could they get. They were a loyalty program. Yeah, you could get. Well, no, I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. 
They started out uh, office trading stamps. Office trading stamps. Uh, they were, yeah, they, where they were trading stamps. Right. I don't know. We got kayak, a blow up kayak, you know, right. uh, you know, little things that we could get. So they were kind of like the, they were the predecessor to earning points digitally and that kind of stuff that we could get things. For you using know? Uh, maybe it wasn't for using, we just happened to be using. No, I mean, if you made a purchase, yeah, you basically got they would give you blue chip stamps. So if you went to Safeway or whatever and you bought your groceries and whatever, you'd get like a a sleeve. Maybe that was just our parents' way of, or my mom's way of of saying, Look what you can have, even though you can't, right? And they were they were given out in proportion to the amount of money that you spent, yeah, and then you would collect them and you would get stuff, so. Could you get blue chip stamps if you use food stamps? Yeah, we, you could because we did. That's exactly how where we got them. We, we went to the store, and you know, I remember my mother pulling out the uh, pulling out the the chips or whatever they were, you know, the, out of the book. You know, this is how much we're paying. You know, that tearing it off almost like a Disney kind of a. Uh, ticket kind of thing, pulling off and paying for it, and then they would give us those the blue chip stamps back, and we'd put them in the book, and you know it was a whole thing uh, to divert us, I think, from the fact that we couldn't have you know that candy bar or anything else that we wanted to buy. You know, when we were in. That's so funny because for for me personally, so uh, African American with an African American dad. We just walked in the store and my dad, before we got into the store, said, don't ask for a fucking thing. Yeah. And yeah. then we didn't. Yeah. We just sat there. We were quiet the yeah. entire time. Yeah, we all met your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, got my, yeah. I got my face put in the corner of Winco. Um, oh, yeah. Because I was, like, looking too hard and touching on some snacks. Yeah. And my dad was like, oh, I told you not to touch him. Put your face in the corner. I had to, like, sit in Winco. So embarrassing. Yeah. I was so embarrassed like, for you. I was yeah. like. I guess that was the last time he did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for certain. Yeah, yeah. We didn't ask for anything. Although the time he got declined for EBT. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because he had went too early. Well, see, the good thing is, is that I didn't actually have to go to that one. Yeah. That was all Kevin. He's like, who wants to go with me? I was like, everybody was probably silent. He's like, Kevin will go with me. Oh, <laughs> oh he got declined for paying with it? Yeah, no, he, we, well, he went in early. He had went in early on the month. And... Ah. Um, they hadn't actually hit the card yet. And he didn't call because he had just gotten it. I think it was like the first month he had gotten the card. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, we're just going to go. We're going to go grab some stuff. And, like, we had, like, loaded the cart with, like, essentials, like, obviously. He's like, we don't want to go too hard just in case. And I was like, just in case what? And he's like, just in case. And we got it to the thing, and they couldn't bring it up. Like, we had to push the cart to the side oh, and walk out of there. Yeah. That was like, honestly, I could have died right in that moment. Yeah. Like, of embarrassment. Like walking out, and then and then as we finished walking out of the store, my dad says something that will forever ring in my ears. He's like, "Now that's embarrassing." <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. And I quote, and I was like, "Uh." Right. This one's like accurate. This is an accurate statement. It's like let's just uh, let's just go home so I can cry in the shower. Well, but I think to get back to what we were talking about before, I think that's what you know, those experiences is what makes us who we are today, and why. We don't need to go out and buy a $250,000 Lamborghini or whatever. You know, we're happy with who we are and what we have. And, you know, I mean, do we want more? Yeah, I think we're always driven to have more, but we don't necessarily need to have that millions of dollars to be happy. Yeah, but I think that that's just kind of like, it's a trade-off, right? Because not everybody acts or reacts the way that uh, that hire maybe you have. So we have a, a brother who shall remain or remain nameless. He, <laughs> he needs to have, yes, <laughs> I have so many, you know, probably like 15. Is that motherfucker will start as if we say it's yeah. probably. <laughs> I need a BMW, I need to build my house, and fresh granite stone. And, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he uh, got rid of the BMWs. And well, yeah, only because he was paying so. like thousands of dollars in repairs mm. and wanted to stop paying that. Well, I mean, that goes to my point is yeah, I mean, one take it however you, you, you go yeah. one side of the coin or the other side. Oh, yeah. No, luxury like, comes with Toyota luxury. Works with luxury so hard to, to mess up a Toyota. Right. You know? Yeah, you can really beat those. Yeah, those things just run forever. Yeah. 
I mean, and there's something to be said about the Flash, right? Having the flashy things and enjoying the Flash. And, and I like myself. I just, I, I'm not that guy. I'm not flashy. I mean, one. I mean, I like a little flashy. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I love a little flash. Um, but like, not a lot. You know what I mean? Um, because well, I mean, obviously, I'm just not a rich man. But. <laughs> Um, but, but if you were, would but, you, you would have the flash? I mean, not like 100%, but I have a little flash. I have a little flair about me. I have enough. Um, nothing too, like, crazy, but yeah, like, maybe, you know. All right, you find $1,000 on the street, and you're not allowed to spend it on anything responsible. Okay, yeah. you find $10,000 on the street, and you're not allowed to spend it on anything responsible. What's the first thing you... I'm not decide? allowed to spend it on anything responsible. Correct. Okay. Nothing responsible? Nothing responsible. You gotta blow that shit. You know, it's the old Brewster's Millions thing. You gotta spend the, you know, whatever, what was that, $10 million or something? I don't know, but you come up with some pretty obscure things. Some, well, maybe not obscure, but certainly things that you them. Okay, so then you remember the movie Brewster's Millions? Did yeah. You oh, you so, do? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you gotta spend that, that whatever lump sum of money is in order yeah, you to gotta, get like, the big spend a million to get $10 million That was the one with, uh, yeah, like, what are you really going to do with 10000 other than so buy like, a, a, mo- like a moped or a Make it a million. I mean, the thing is, is that if you make it a you know, high enough amount of money, then you go instantly into, well, I can buy a house or I can buy this or I, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, like, like, you like you if you're to... talking about a million, it's not necessarily too much. I think buying a house is kind of responsible. So with a million, right. you could probably get like a pretty nice car. So what like, was the premise of Brisbane's millions is that he had to spend that amount? The money, the millions he inherited to inherit all of the, the right. He like had to spend a million to get ten million or yeah. twenty million or something like that. Okay. And I'm sure there's like some stuff you do. I'm sure you can get like a nice large chunk out of yeah, it. Yeah. The easy thing to do is just to find like the most expensive like car, because that's just like because the most expensive cars are going to be the most irresponsible purchase because it that's a depreciating asset. Right. As soon as the you second you drive. Right. But see that that changes the premise of what I was saying. That's why I you know was going with a lower amount. I mean, let's say it's ten thousand dollars. It's not going to change your life, right? No. You're not getting something else. You're not going. You know, you're not spending it frivolously so that you can go to the next level. My point is is yeah. that for me, I get ten thousand dollars in my hand, and I have to spend it on something you know non-responsible, whatever that is. You know, what is it that I buy? I'm not going out and buying. 15 pairs of Jordan. See, because you know, like, yeah, that me. would never even See, cross my mind. That's why I'm asking. are just never like a thing that I have been super into. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's partially because LeBron James was like, I made these for rich white kids. I didn't make these for no like black kids. Yeah. Like, and I was like, after that, I was like, all right, fuck you. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, in my mind, when you said ten thousand dollars, I was like, "Oh man, I could get like a baller ass washer and dryer." Yeah. Right, See, and that goes like, into the responsible like, yeah. thing. That's what I'm saying. Is that you gotta really blow that money on something that doesn't really benefit or change your life, but you have to. I'm mean, you know, all the Eco three hundred and sixty like power tools. That would be something that someone would do. They're, they love Van Halen, so that's what they would do. I just never had that in my life. Yeah. I would, it would be a bigger burden for me to figure out what to do with that $10,000 than it would to be to, than what I would do. <laughs> you know, that would be, you know, it's just... For me, I've never had that. I've never had anything. I've said many so that's times. That's poor people talk about because, like, we grew up like poor. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So I'm it's like, saying. yeah, I think it's well, a little bit different. I don't know. I mean, it's not like you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna start my own energy drink. But didn't it? Didn't the conversation start off as poor people that don't tap yeah. that thing? Then, that then made millions really quick. Yeah. How they. So yeah, I mean that's where, I, and and that's where where my mindset was from is that when you get money really fast, you know, and it's and you struggle we're for a talking long like time. A generational wealth type change, like where it's not just like sure. you're not just getting money for that's you, true. you're getting money for your kids as kids. That's true. So like when you're playing or you're doing like sports and you're getting those kinds of contracts, it's a little bit I think different. Like I mean, even at the like. You start off at what, like two million or something like that, if you're a rookie that gets drafted in the first round, right? So like, or the first like ten picks. So certainly life changing money. Yeah, exactly. Is. Like two million yeah. is life changing money for sure. Um, you probably are going to get approved for whatever loan that you want when you put your name down. Yeah. Um, in your profession. 
Like they're gonna be like, oh, you want a house? Cool. Yeah. You want a you want a million dollar house? Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go into just a little bit back into sports here for just okay. a second. We're gonna catch up on some on the scoreboard just for a little bit. Looks like uh, for those who who don't know. Talking NHL now or? No, no, MLB. So for those okay. who don't know, we are online through Twitter, of course, as well as Instagram. So if you have any questions or if you want to hear anything specific about a team that you want us to cover, again, that our, our plug is at Unscripted Nonsense on Twitter and Instagram. It's U-N-S-C-R-P-T-D Nonsense. is spelled N-O-N-S-N-S-E. Um, platforms that way. If you like something that we're not covering, you can reach out to us on there and we can cover it on, on a future episode. Um, but as far as what I have right now, scoreboards is, is Rays and Red Sox. They're in the middle of the seventh. Rays are up six and two over the Red Sox. I believe Red Sox are just having a bad year. They are. Um, Definitely. They're, just, they're not the doing great. They're in last place in the game. Well, the Rays beat the Braves twice, and that really pissed me off. It's almost like they went into that. <laughs> they went into those games just like, oh, you know what? We're just we we're, we should win these games, and then they got they lost by like one twice, and I was like. I don't know. It seems like that's always the trend. You get that team that's just in the worst place possible that just disrupts the the, yeah. the flow. Which is unreal because that are in the, I'm yeah. pretty sure uh, before we went into that, we were, we were leading the NL East. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if we're still leading the NL East because, you know, some other teams are having good years too. But we have the Phillies and the Nationals. The Phillies are murdering the Nationals 8-1. to one. Eight runs to one is, is uh, uh, that game's pretty much over. Uh, they're also in the middle of the seventh. Uh, top of the seventh, Guardians and the Twins, they're tied at zero. Uh, Blue Jays and the Mets are at the top of the seventh as well, but they're tied at four. Los Angeles Angels and the Houston Astros are currently tied one for one. Houston Astros coming off a championship year, both are doing, or that team is actually doing really well. Shohei Otani coming on his last year for his contract is, is playing the lights out. He's, uh, he's already being being Hailed is better than Babe Ruth, uh, oh. playing both pitcher and batting, which is I think he's I think he actually has more home runs than Babe Ruth had. To be fair, game's much faster paced, ball's a little bit different now, but I mean he's beating his ass. I'm just saying. Uh, Seattle Mariners, uh, they are losing to the Texas Rangers, um, and that's actually impressive because I haven't heard anything about the Texas Rangers all year. That's how bad they were, or have been. I don't know if anybody else has. I mean, they're leading. They're leading the AOS. Are they? Because yeah. I haven't heard any. No, they're, 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 they're two and a half games up right now on the Astros. Okay. So they're well, you know they've been consistently quiet and, and doing <coughs> playing some good ball. You know, I love the quiet teams that don't talk. Right. Yeah. They yeah, just really go out there and just do it. Right. I agree. Yeah, I think. Um, Fernando Tatis and the and the San Diego Padres. How do we feel about the? I mean. I honestly, I I feel like he's had nothing but bad press. He's created nothing but bad press for himself. I still love the guy. There's I do too. About he's just a, a, he's a, 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 a he and a great ball player. Mm-hmm. And there's something about his just something about his his energy that I really like on the guy. It's just it really surprises me at times when you get those guys. Barry Bonds was definitely one of those players where. He was just incredible, but he got a lot of, you know, he, he was his own worst enemy at times, you know, those guys. And that's where Patrice is, yeah, I think he's great, but I really like the guy for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. You know, San, no, Diego's, like never, San Diego's never been one of those teams that, uh, even in you know, an LA team, it's never been one of those teams that I've really thought uh, too, much, too about. much about. But uh, they're just there. But, uh, yeah, I really like him. Yeah, San Diego Dads. Fathers, as in, as in, uh, uh, like a monk it? or something. Yeah. Monk, exactly. <laughs> is, I think is what they're, isn't he like a, he's a monk, isn't that? The, the Padre? Yeah. The Padre. Yeah. The Padre. No, they're the oh, mascot. Yeah. Yeah, he's exactly. like a monk. He's got the, exactly. the ball top of the head. Is yeah, it still? Because that's probably the next one that's going to be uh, canceled. And, <laughs> yeah, they oh, don't whoa, 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 whoa. They don't cancel religion. <laughs> No, well, that's true. They don't, huh? It's, it's, you can believe whatever you want in this world. That's right. That's the one beautiful thing about yeah, it. That's right. <clears throat> They'll even, you know, in certain ages, let you murder people for said religion. 
so. Did we talk about the Giants yet? We did not. Um, but you can kick it off if well, you'd like, Mike, because you've been awfully quiet. Looking pretty friggin' hot right now. 17 and 12 this month. 17 and 12. They've been 17 and 12. Uh, 28 and 28 is their record right now. 29 and 29. 29 and 29. Is it 29 29 now? So they're still doing better than a lot of teams. Yeah, well, they're in third place. Well, 500 is going to get you in. Yeah. Yeah. We always say it, you know, the Giants kind of do this thing and the Dodgers do this thing. The Dodgers play hot all year long. They get the playoffs and they shit the bed. The Giants tend to pick it up either 10, well, they tend to pick it up late in the season or later in the season. They got a really nice pitcher over there in San Francisco. Uh, what's his name? Luke May. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is that Luke May? And then they, then they do well in the playoffs, or they get it in the wild card. Yeah, but you're not going to move up anytime soon. It doesn't look like. So wow. you're in the NL West. Looks like the, you're six games behind the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. And the Diamondbacks. Back. The Diamondbacks are hot. Yeah, but we're ah. helping you because we just beat them. Yeah, well, well, thirty-five and twenty-four on the season is not bad, though. For for, for the Diamondbacks, Diamondback? no. Well, they've la- won the last. Uh, I'm after what it is. They won the last seventeen or something of twenty-eight. I think something like yeah. that. Yeah, you also got to keep in mind that this is only game. What? 15, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a yeah, very early. So these standings are going to change quite a bit here. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, they're going to change no matter what. I mean... You know what's crazy to me is the Padres aren't as good as the Giants. When they have Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, they have so many players on the Padres that are just name brand and somehow two games behind them. Yeah. Is Snell still pitching for them? Yeah, and you Darvish. <laughs> and you Darvish. Yeah. I mean, they do got a pretty solid pitching for sure. They, don't they have a pretty deep open? Um, no, I mean, a lot of people are injured day-to-day. I mean, you got Rubenet Odor um, and Xander Bogart's out day-to-day. Because um, yeah, the Braves are, we're still, so we're still the top 34 wins on the season, So, but we're not leading the NL at all. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I don't really have, like, a huge MLB, like, I'm not a huge MLB fan. I only really, like, and I, I know this is probably going to be, like, a, like, a, Hot take, but I only watch the, the World Series. That is a hot take. That's I don't know. I think a lot of people do that anymore. In baseball, they've tried so many things to make the game faster. To it's, it's so much more fun to watch easier. at the park. Oh, if you're yeah, at the park, sure. it's so much fun because you're there I, I, and you can have a dog. You can have like beers and you can, like, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, like you seeing it live is crazy. It is. It's it crazy is great. Watching it on TV, it's like, it seems like. I don't know. It, it just it, it loses something for me. Hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love watching it on TV. I love watching it in person. I am a baseball whore. I'm a, I'm a sports whore. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being yeah. honest. I'm just a whore. Yeah, I just open myself up to it. I receive just, all sports. Just, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whoever comes knocking. Golf, NHL. Yeah. See, that's another one. It's like, you know, people always say that golf is so boring to watch on TV. I like it. I never found it boring. I. Definitely, there is. I'm in and out, and I can watch and then not watch and maybe take a nap, you know, in between or something. But that's the good thing but about golf. It's, it's the strategy hey, you get behind it. I, really like. I mean, I usually get. I can. The older I get, the more that I start to like. Like, I was just talking to Tony about this, like, literally a couple weeks ago. Um, the older I get with watching golf, the more I'm interested in it. So, like, I'll be sitting there, and, like, somebody will, like, they'll be teeing off on whatever box they're yeah. on. And I'll be like, oh, man, he striped that one. Like, and I'm just sitting by myself. For those of you right. who don't know, striping on the tee box. Tee box is where you hit the ball from to start any, any hole. And then striping, it means that you just you just crushed it straight down. Oh, is that what it was? Straight down the middle. Yeah. Straight yeah. down the middle. Of the I mean, Rory McIlroy is just a really fun guy to watch. Yeah, it's all the fundamentals. Like he just um, is yeah, like it's off the tee. He is like by far the like if you want to see a really good hit off the tee, usually Rory. Have you guys ever been out to watch golf like 
walked the I, course yeah, and, and got like into a pro-am or anything um, like that? I did. I So I the employer I currently work for has has sent us out for charity work yeah. before to, to help out yeah. uh, with those kind of games. So I did for a couple of hours go out there mm-hmm. and, and do the ball tracker right. uh, when I first started. Um, and that was fun. It's a, it's it a is nice fun. thing because you're, you're watching like, Amateur pros. It is fun. I mean, and the difference for me, you know, like Kevin was just saying, and I'll agree with Kevin 100%, you go out to the yard to see a game live, there's something about it. There's the whole mystique, you know, and and, and not to take away from watching the game at home because, you know, you sit at home, you have your beer, you have your snacks, you have your drinks, whatever. You got your big screen, you're able to see everything, and, and I'll, you know, there's something to be said for that too. But when you go out to the park and you're sitting out there with everybody and you got the summer heat, you know, for us that are that are Giants fans, when you're sitting out at the park and you got the wind blowing off the bay and you have the whole thing, there's just something about that that's well, great. That and the smells of the food. And the smell of the food and your Giants dog and your garlic fries and, and the whole thing, yeah. there's something great about that. Now, with golf, you know, it's a little bit different because with golf, generally you're going to be walking around one of the galleries and following one of the galleries yeah, and the course. And when you're at home, you have the opportunity to see everybody that's out there playing and, and their updated scores and all of the things. Well, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't you, make it less boring or more boring. It's just one of those things. Where I'm sure you see two, uh, Kevin and Todd, aren't, aren't necessarily aware because of the time frame, but there was a point where golf was dying. Their TV coverage, their um, uh, viewership, it was dying. It was just not uh, a uh, money-making you know, uh, franchise or... or and then Tiger Woods came along. Well, and Tiger Woods saved a lot of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was definitely part of what. It, but what what golf did uh, with with the with the programming, uh, with the broadcasting of it, is is they really made huge changes in the game with ball tracking and uh, with the cameras and the you know all of the technology that came. It really helped the game. Baseball, I think, has struggled because the games are slow. They're working on tech, you know. TV for baseball is not exactly, uh, uh, you know, top of the uh, food chain when it comes to entertainment for TV. It's not like the NFL. And then you get to the NFL. And so, you know, it's... They got the hits. That's that's right. And in my opinion, you know, and granted, it's just how I feel, and I've only been to a couple of games. Going to a football game in person is... Surreal. Oh well, it, it, there's a lot of that sight, smells, and all that, but it's also very frustrating and very um, slow, and and there's a lot of sitting around, well, and, and there's a lot of commercial breaks. That's exactly it. At least when you go to a baseball game, they've got the music, or they've yes. got the fan interaction, or you know, it's a lot like hockey. In the sense that they have the Hockey's player. another one. Hockey oh, yeah. is one where you're in the when you go a hockey game in person is a thousand times better than it is on yeah. TV. There's the energy and it's cold in there, and it's just you know that. But um, for fights. me, for me, if you the fights, the fights, yeah, it is the for fights. baseball, it, I I would rank baseball a, a six out of ten. I would probably say baseball on TV is a six out of ten for me as well, and then you drop down into the minors, uh, the Aces, the Redwood Pioneer, you know, the the Triple A, Sacramento Bees, all of those, the Sacramento Bees. That is boom! It jumps for me right up to an eight. When you go out to the park, to go out to the park, it's a thousand times better. Small. It's a a different skill set, so you're seeing a lot more. You're You're seeing a lot more play. You're seeing between inning stuff. There's a lot more stuff. So there's the entertainment value. It's the closeness of it. But uh, yeah, if I had to rank, you know, the the top, I would say that hockey, soccer, honestly, soccer live is better than anything. And I like soccer on TV too, but. But going to a soccer match, you know, and that right is like right at the top of the list is a, a great way to spend your day. Yeah. Baseball falls down to the bottom, you know, closer to the bottom of the, of the sports to me. With our European uh, background, that's what I, I feel like. I mean, soccer doesn't have the even close to the following in the United States. Well, I mean, we do. We have that Eastern European background. That's where the soccer comes into play for us, where the interest is. But I don't think in the United States, soccer has even close to the interest that baseball or football or basketball well, not necessarily. Or hockey, even hockey does. Yeah. A? I mean, we have a, a we have a soccer team here at Greenfield. Oh, we do. We do. Um, I don't think I've ever seen them play. 
And I'm we not saying it's not here. popular. I'm just uh, saying it's not as popular as some of these other sports. But and they're you know I saw they're building a stadium. They're yeah, building a stadium. Yeah, I'm in the A's to Las Vegas as well. By the way, so yeah. Oakland is just losing yeah. all yeah, yeah. of wow. its teams. Oakland. All right, and these are more things that we can cover on the next one. But Good. We're gonna keep it light at the very end of this, and I'm gonna ask a couple of questions of you guys, okay. all right. and we'll see if it sticks. If it's fun, if it's not, if not, we'll figure something else out. Okay. Okay. So a couple of ultimatums for you. We'll start off with Mike. Would you <clears throat> rather know the date of your death or cause your death? Uh, I'd rather cause my death, I believe. Are there follow-up questions? Are there follow-up follow questions? I don't know that I want to know <laughs> the date of my death. There's, I mean, there's no follow-up questions on an ultimatum. You either yeah, know I don't, the date of your death, yeah. or you're going to cause it. Okay, well, like, I feel like causing your death gives you a little more control back. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to know the date that oh, I was. Oh, really? I feel okay, like that's strange comfort. What about you? <clears throat> so I would, I would kind of piggyback off of what Mike's saying here, because I've always said that how I want to go is like I want to hire an assassin and just be like on this day at some point. You've always wanted. No, like I'm telling you, either that or going missing. There's okay. two options for me. But here's the thing. Like, hear me. Hear me out before you start judging. I'm just saying. He's a judgy motherfucker. Yeah, he really is today. Um, so if you hire an assassin, you're just like, hey, on this specific day, or like, you know what I mean? I make it somewhat of a surprise, but like, hey, just like, uh, on this day, I want you to just like put one right through the skull, like blow my freaking melon out from um, like a mile away. And like, if you imagine how fast that is. Well, and think about it this you way. If you know. You talk yourself out of it. Okay. We're not going deep into this. If you know the day you're going <laughs> yeah. to die, you, I mean, you can go, there's two, only it's two. It's got to be immediate, because if you're choosing your death, you're going to, like, go, oh, going to meet me at this place. No, 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 not no. Gonna go to I'm not saying me. I'm saying, like, I'm just going to do my regular day and just be like, actually, you know what? I, I understand what you're saying. Maybe, maybe move it to a whole week and just be like, sometime within this week, just. Okay. John? Uh, <laughs> I am 100% confident that I will the cause of my own death. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that that's going to be something that happens in the so future. Fair. I would never want to know. What's the point? How, right. how, how would you how would you face tomorrow right. knowing, knowing the next that, day? That's exactly the point. The point. So What's knowing the point? that I'm going to die, like yeah. so telling me when I'm going to die, I am going to be wild funds. I'm doing everything I want to do, cashing <laughs> yeah. everything out, yeah. and I'm I just going to live like I there's no tomorrow, because there isn't. No, you know, you're exactly. I would never want to know. We'll see when um, goes to my But home. then, if I could choose the it cause does go of to my death, point, which is what I was going to say. Uh, when you say you can choose the cause of your death, does that mean that you get to pick the way that you die? No, it means you're going to kill yourself. Do some, I imagine. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, if it means that you can pick the way you want to die, I would take that in a heartbeat, because there's certain ways I would absolutely not want to die. I just, yeah, I just don't want to you know, know. Like, I mean, because yeah. if you're the cause of your own death, that could specific, that could, that's so non-specific, you could slip and fall on a pair of garden shoes. And like that, like, well, that would be the way you That's why it really depends on whether like, you get to choose or whether you're the cause. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, the next one should be fairly easy. So we don't have to go into this elaborate this discussion about how you would rather choose how you die. Okay. <laughs> would you rather go blind or go deaf? I'd rather go deaf. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe... I think maybe I'd rather be deaf. And and not necessarily because I don't want to hear anyone like... But I have grown accustomed to the beauty of seeing things. Yeah. And I think without that would be really sad. <laughs> so you would go deaf, blind... No, I said deaf. Oh, so deaf. I don't want to hear half the shit people yeah, I would, say. Yeah, I would definitely take deaf over blind. You would take deaf this ASL looks so cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, first, uh, there's, that's a good point. You could, you know, you could still communicate yeah. in that regard, but also to me, it's like you can't it, communicate. If oh, you're deaf, you know, there's no such thing as sign language. Deaf, you can. Do we, Do you want me to see? How, okay. So, fun fact. Another fun fact. Sixty percent of Americans don't know what Juneteenth is. What do you think the odds are over or under that people under like how how much of a percentage do you think people understand ASL? Over oh, or under 60%. Oh, oh my god, no. Probably I mean, you're absolutely right. Either. There's probably, it's so under. I mean, there's probably what? A, a, but the people who care about you will digit, try. And a like, single digit uh, amount of the population, for sure. But you can still communicate. You can point. You can uh, gesture. If you're, deaf, if you're deaf, yes, I agree. If you're blind and someone's flipping you off, 
that's it. If you're deaf and someone's flipping you off, you can still, you know, go, go fuck yourself. Yeah, so okay. I'm going. I'm going. Both. I don't know. I don't know if I liked that. Well, I'm going to get your point. <laughs> <laughs> so about one percent of the population can sign, 1%? or know some signal, yeah. or some yeah. si- know some signals. Yeah. Yep. So one percent. Yeah, but like yes. you're also like taking into account the like you're not taking into yeah, account I'm going the blind fact all day. that like you're taking blind. Really? I'm taking really? blind, and I'll tell you why. Here's here's why, and this might be a hot take. If I can hear everything, I'm complete. Like you, you can. I can enjoy sound. Music, uh, I can listen to sports, I can do all of that without having to see it. I can imagine it because the brain is powerful. Now, if I can't hear, and plus when you're blind, like imagine like choosing your significant other, you don't give a shit if you're blind. You don't care. You do her makeup, never. Really? You know what I mean? Never. That's the case. A hundred percent. I see them. But if you can see them, but you can't hear them. Stevie Wonder. Tony would be the type of person that would blind, blind and he who would be feeling people's wrists. Yeah, hundred percent. And then I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> but I can but then <laughs> I can feel people's wrists. But like, yeah, that wrist is kind of thin. I'm thinking and you go up a little bit, so you feel the forearm, you're like, oh, okay. So this one's not something uh, this is something that I'm really into. You're disgusting. Yeah, maybe. And if you're uh, blind, it honest. could be a dude. But if yeah, if you're blind <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. It could be. It could be. Yeah, it could, uh, be, like, it could yeah, be a it could transition be person, and yeah. you wouldn't care because that's all. Like you can't see. So why would you care? Now yeah. you guys understand that we're talking about this as people who have both of those senses yes. now and would lose those senses, yes, not exactly. as people that were born without yeah. them. So I guess like an excerpt will be that if it's born without it, I'm all sensitivity due to the people who are blind and deaf. Uh-huh. Yeah. I read a story a while back about, or actually I think I watched it on YouTube or something about uh, uh, a woman who um, got the cochlear implant and it drove her insane. She hated it. She had it. She for was like born three, deaf. She was born deaf. She had it for three months and the world was just too loud, too messy. Took it out. Too much. She had it removed. Yeah. It's I just mean, that. I could totally see where that could be. It's the thing that the people that are around you, like say your parents, your family and stuff like that, they're going to try and learn ASL so they can communicate. Yeah. But they so like don't have to if you're will. just blind. Yeah, but then they have to guide you around. Or they no, have they to, have to see in sticks and whatnot and guide dogs. It's hard for me to wrap my yeah, head around it. Yeah, it's a hard. It's because a I, I have sight, but I just can't imagine Cause you can't in that world where you just, you know, you don't know what your next step I, is going to be. Yeah, you're not right. born, you're not born blind, so you'll still have like a good imagination. Sure, I, you're right. Still and that's why I was that's saying, because you're right about that. Yeah. But the true. thing is, is that I feel like what John said is that there are, I mean, I can agree with both of you. The, the, the not being able to hear music anymore. Yeah, be, that's a big a one. Awesome. That's a big one. Yeah. But be, uh, being able to see, you still have the ability to figure out different ways to have communication. Even and if you, you can't know, hear it, you can still yeah. see it. I you mean, can. Because even if you're looking at the music, like the musical notes, you still can't hear. Like you you don't feel vibration. I mean, Beethoven did it, but can't. I said Beethoven. What's the uh, um, highest uh, searched? You would medium on the internet. Just that's interesting. So medium. What do you think would be the highest? Would you think porn is pretty high up there? Uh, Probably like like number one. Number one, I would think. Yeah, porn loses everything. No, you can still hear it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. No. Half the time, half the time you hear the porn, you're like, "This no. sucks." You, can... you turn the volume down so no one else can hear it. Kaylee, you said hundred percent. That was a trap. Yeah, you knew exactly I did. Where you were I absolutely. Was I guided you right in, and then I, you know, Kaylee yeah. said hundred percent she would go blind instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. Really 100%. interesting because of because of music. Here, okay? I already have very poor vision. Okay, if I'm correct. Right. Okay. So I already know what it's like. I know what it's like functioning with not blind, but very blurry, poor vision. Okay. If I couldn't hear music and couldn't hear the world around me, I would kill myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm being 100% serious there. Well, I yeah. would rather 100% lose my vision and never be able to see anything I love ever again than lose my hearing. Huh. You have to ask the question because I don't know the answer to this or not. But when you are blind, let's say born blind, is it just dark? It's just dark. Dark. It depends. There's, yeah, different, there's, there's different, different levels, levels right? Yeah. There's different, 
I think I could handle it Some if I could see, see a like shadows shadow or, or if I could see things. a light portion. But to me, there's something about being in that dark space all the time, although you don't know any different. If you're born if that you're way. Born that way. Uh, but that, to me, just instantly gives me like the heebies. Right. Well, <clears throat> this true to its nature was unscripted nonsense. A little bit of more, a little bit of MLB, a little bit of NBA, some some good opinion, and and a good time. So hopefully, hopefully we we'll, we all enjoyed, and we'll see you next week. Cheers, brother. All right. Cheers.